Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. What is the matter all these hand movements? Well, we're just like really talking with our hands, doing an interpretive dance. I see that. I am Yael Teagle. Our dancer today is Taylor Gates. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, this is uh, season three, episode 23, Silence, um, also known as the Eric Stoltz episode. Uh, before we jump into it, if you yourself are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Taylor, what does that spell? It spells hope, everybody. It does. Uh, 4673 spells hope. Um, also, if this is your first time joining us, what an old episode to join. How odd. Um Please consider this your content warning. I guarantee I'll say something offensive, especially if you're religious. Yeah. I. To be fair, they said many offensive things too. So we're just <laughs> following their lead, but we're hopefully we'll correct some of the things that they like oh, to yeah. say in season three. You can tell it's an old episode. Let's just put it that way. Sure. Horrified. Horrified. All right. The discussion. Before we get to that, uh, here is the quick up for this episode. A murder in a church leads Benson and Stabler to an alleged cover-up involving sex sexual abuse uh, by a priest. Taylor. Yep. Did you remember this episode? No, I did not. Which honestly kind of made it fun to watch because it's like, oh, like there's so many surprises. I really don't know where this is going. Here's the thing. My th overall thoughts on this episode, it's a good episode. Like, it's very interesting. I would say it's well-written. It just really shows with the times, especially when it comes to, like, trans people. Oh, yes. Like, and to be fair, I mean, back then, I mean, what, this was, like, 20 years ago, probably? Even more than that. Like, it's not like it was malicious, I don't think. It's just, like, so dated and so cringe now to watch. But maybe back then it wasn't. Maybe back then it was like, okay, they're actually kind of trying to be progressive and whatever. But it, like, we really surpassed that. And I was like, ouch. Like, this is physically sort of painful to have to listen to them, like, talk like this. So I agree with you so much. First of all, the pronouns were, like, really pissing me off this whole yeah. time. Um, that said, this episode, 2002, um, I would say that the the use of terms in that time of transsexual versus transvestite were, uh, I believe, accurate for the time period. Yeah. Um, this is prior to people using the term transgender. Um, and the differentials in those two other terms, uh, times have changed. Uh, terminology has changed. We have adapted. We have learned new, new vocabulary. So... As challenging as it was to listen to, because it fucking was. Yeah. Um, I think it was. I think it was correct. Maybe not progressive, because, as we know, Stabler, as a character, was never. Um, well, it took him many, many years to to get to a point where he understood trans people. So. It was definitely of the time. Um, I will say this episode, I was like, oh, is this 
the whole time I was like, this isn't the one where the priests confess to each other. No, no, this isn't the one where the, like over and over I kept being like, no, no, this isn't that one. And then it was, it was that one. I have to say, I find that really fascinating because as someone who did go to Catholic school, I always found like the fact that the seal of confession so interesting. I'm like, what if he, like, what if a priest did hear something that could help solve a crime? And it's just like, and I always would like think about that when I was at school and ask the priest and stuff. And they're like, it doesn't matter. And I'm just like, that's nuts though. Like, especially if the person's not sorry and it's just like using it to taunt almost. And so this episode, like really, um, I don't know, scratched the itch of like me being really interested in that because it is a really interesting conversation about how, you know, freedom of religion comes into play and all of that. And I'm kind of surprised we didn't do a little bit more with that. I guess that would have probably been like the court side, which we didn't really see. But it's a really interesting concept. And I think they executed it in a really interesting way in this one. I think this, I agree with you. I think the idea that the priests like figured out that they could confess to each other and keep doing what they were doing is like a horrific, mind-blowing yeah. concept. Um, this this case is full of twists and turns because I couldn't remember if this was the episode I thought that it was, which it was. It was the whole time. It was the episode. But it is. That I there's it the was. Like it starts one place and it goes a lot of directions. But yeah. The way that I'm like, okay, that's like that makes sense. Sometimes it's like, what the like, what the hell are we doing? But this one, I'm like, okay, it's like a logical next step, which I appreciate. Like, it was a very breadcrumbs, you know? Yes, I mean, it, it starts. I think there's a, something that we complain a lot about in newer episodes is um, when the the detectives look at a crime scene and are like, here's a theory, and then they just just go with that theory even though it's yeah. like, there's clearly another very obvious theory they could have gone with and this episode specifically uh with the body at the beginning they were like here are three possibilities of what happened and they followed those possibilities and i was like look at that detective work we love to see it um, Dorita in the chat says, is this the one with Eric Stoltz? It is. This is the Eric Stoltz episode. Um, also live in our chat, uh, are, um, uh, Riston. Hello, Riston. Welcome. And Alexa, Alexa, who suggested our theme that we're currently going with. Don't get uh, pegged. <laughs> Pegtober. Um, That's not get pegged. You can um, say Pegtober, but then you have to say, I don't get pegged. Again, that's not, <laughs> not what that means. Yes, it is. For the purposes of this conversation, yes, it is. Well, I I wholly support getting pegged. It's not what this is. It is now. Uh, it's funny because, so the reason we did this episode specifically is because it is the introduction of Sister Peg. But she's in one scene. She is, but she made a count. Legend. She, she did. Um, because we meet her, we understand who she is and what she's doing, and we see her connection to the church itself. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, we find her because Father Michael sends us to her, and then she's like, oh, Father Michael's great, and here's why. Mm -hmm. um, so I really love the, like, connectivity. Yeah, agree. Um, I want to talk about the first uh, suspect. 
Gus. Yep. <laughs> Who wore no condom but did wear gloves. <laughs> kind of obsessed with the logic there, frankly. Um, I honestly <laughs> loved him. Yeah, he's so creepy. What a creep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to this actor. The actor's name is <laughs> so stupid. Um, Chris Ivers. Um, and I believe he is, yeah, he is a repeat offender and has been multiple characters. So in season three, he was in this episode as Gus uh, Yoder. Season eight, he was in Recall as Barry Cole. Season 11, he was Lawrence Jasinski in Perverted. And season 18, uh, in No Surrender, he was Gary Cook. So we've seen has this he, guy. Has he ever played not a creepy guy? That's my question. No. That poor guy is typecast. He's probably so nice in real life, too, because every time you get, like, somebody who so, like, can play so sinister, they're, like, the sweetest person, IRL. I bet, so I bet this guy's so nice, but he just has the, has the like, look, the, just the everything. Like, he can really pull it off. Look, there, I think that as an actor, not that I am one, but as actors, I think that when they know that they have, a, they can look like a creep, yeah. He's like, yeah, I can play a creep. Get your bag. Like, you run four episodes of SVU that, like, is one of the shows that probably get hella residuals. <laughs> this guy is doing great for himself, probably, as he should. Like, lean into it. Why not? Also, that's fun to play someone so creepy a little bit. You know? I mean, like, this, oh. <laughs> this character was super twitchy, and I like that. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It's a fun, fun character. Yeah. Um, let's give some shout outs. This episode is written by uh, Patrick Harbinson and directed by Steve Schill. Um, as we know, Father Michael is Eric Stoltz. Uh, so I don't, I'm sure anyone who's ever uh, loved an, a Law and Order, there's the, the joke about the most famous person is the person who did it. Sure. Yep. Uh, Eric Stoltz was obviously the guest, the famous guest star of this episode. And I love the way that it played out that he wasn't the one who did yeah. it. Yeah. Um, especially because the the case, Jamie, the, the murdered girl at the beginning, her murder was an accident. Yep. Had like when, almost nothing to do with the rest of everything. Which is kind of actually crazy too, because I don't know when you, it's like kind of a really brilliant red herring. Cause when you have like a trans person like, clearly, like, the church is not known for being very friendly to trans people. So when you combine those two things, you're like, oh, it's obviously religiously motivated from all this thing. And the fact that it really wasn't was, is actually really kind of smart. And I don't know. That's kind of inspired. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, her murder was that she startled Bobby while he's trying to yeah. set the church on fire. Yeah. And that's, that's just wild that that's how that played out because you have such, I mean, maybe, I don't know what it was like to watch this in 2002, obviously, but today you're like, oh, obviously there's so much like vitriol coming from that group to that group. It was just not at all. Like they did not care. It was just the fact that we didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doreen says uh, they didn't go the obvious route. Yeah. <laughs> Riston says, I always tell my husband that too. He's a name. He did it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this time, not. That's what's fun is 
the the whole thing comes down right that at the end father michael was willing to like take the fall because he felt ashamed and guilty for not protecting these kids um it's here are the three things i remember from this episode and never remember it's the same episode (laughs) One is that the church, uh, that the priests are confessing to each other, and that's the like big loophole. Um, two is the therapy session tape, which we'll get to in a second. Um, and three is the watching porn in color versus black and white. Yeah, yeah, that's a wild detail. <laughs> All three of these facts I remember are church episodes with mm. church abusing boys. And I never remember that it's all the same episode with yeah. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. It, what do you think? Like, that's a lot that they kind of like really popped off with this episode at the end of the day. Um, it's, I'm glad to hear you say that because when I, as soon as it ended, I went, wow, what a dark, heavy fucking episode. And I was like, why did I suggest we do this one? <laughs> Really well written. I mean, again, like just besides the fact, we have to ignore the fact that like problematic, okay, problematic, but really smartly written and constructed, and the performances were really good. It's a lot of really interesting, yeah, little specifics that it's like, whoa, they really like thought all of this out. Um, thank you, Doreen. Says there are so many episodes of Churches Yell. No wonder you got confused. Thank you. Thank you for defending me. <laughs> um, let's talk about the uh, therapy session tapes. Um, because there is a moment where we're wondering if this is a confession or a statement of intent. And we learn a little bit more about aversion therapy um, and behavior modification. And I think that's fascinating. If, if I understand correctly, it is similar to people who like are smokers trying to quit and they have a rubber band and they snap it while they're thinking about smoking so that they associate the concept of smoking with pain. Um, yeah, honestly, but, my mind went to a different, darker place, which go is on. in therapy. Mm. Every time you've seen that in movie and, and in real life, but like in, in movies with like they erase, they slash that, like so many. It's like you, they show images and like, yeah, put pain when it should be pleasure, like, and try to do that. So, yeah, I, th- I thought that was interesting, too, how it kind of ties to like the conversion therapy part of it. Absolutely. I mean, it almost, it is the same thing, right? Because yeah. they were trying to. Purposes, yeah. Yeah. Um, fascinatingly horrific. Yeah. Um, this episode has a lot of weird shit. Um, uh, Dr. Wong in this episode, I feel like did some great Dr. Wong stuff. Yes. God, I like always forget how much I miss him until I watch an episode with him in it. And I'm like, he's the fucking glue that holds the shit together at the end of the day. Like he's the smartest person in the room by so much every time in every single way. A hundred percent. His explanation as to how uh, Jamie's death, like couldn't have been uh, the ritual part of it. Couldn't have been Gus because there's no way he would have touched that body. Yeah. Incredible. And the fact um, he was Latin. Hello. <laughs> Crazy. Out of the left field, love it. I believe it, though, is the thing. I'm like, if anyone's just going to know Latin, it's probably Dr. Wong. <laughs> um, I mean, Stabler was close. He was like, I kind of know what this is. 
No, he was like, I only know, and then he names like the classical Latin words. And the priest is like, oh, well, it means this. The priest was wrong. Mm. The, the priest, priest lied. Was wrong. Well, yes. The priest was not wrong. He lied. And then, but and I, I love how I knew that too. I was like, if no one's fact checking this shit, like he's lying his ass off. Like you can't trust that. Go to the dictionary. Like go. I don't know. Look. Make sure that's it's what he's saying because you can't just take his word for it. In the moment, they didn't have smartphones. It was two thousand and two. I don't care. But Do also, search. Stabler is going to trust the priest. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing is every time we have a church episode with Stabler, it's like, hey, Stabler, your faith obviously is the most important thing here. Yeah. Um, Taylor. Yeah. As our resident Catholic. Yeah. Sure. How accurate was any part of this pretty accurate although the thing that tripped me up and maybe this is either a true in different parts of the country like i'm from the midwest i'm from indiana or it's like a little bit outdated because this was obviously 2002 but the fact that he calls the bishop your grace is so interesting i've never heard of that before it's just hey bishop whatever like your grace i don't know that that's a title that's like still frequently used but i had never encountered that in my like real catholic life which i found really interesting it's like father you just say father whatever even if it's bishop or bishop whatever your grace is like i was like what are you talking about so i thought that that was very interesting um what is the hierarchy of church of of okay so hope obviously is at the top sure cardinals i believe which is like a whole diocese if i'm getting strong i'm sorry what is a diocese a diocese like a region network of churches i guess um i believe again if someone is like (laughs) someone's like that's not true i haven't been to catholic school in a minute okay graduated a while ago wait doreen says there's a monsignor um i don't know that one i know i've heard it that's how I know to pronounce that. Bishop, priest, deacon is below priest. What is a deacon? A deacon, I, it's not that they're studying to pre priest, I don't think. That's a, what's the word for that? Ooh, I forget what the word for that is. But deacon is like almost a pastor in a way. They're not like a full priest, but they can like do some priestly stuff. So, yeah, now I'm going to research this after and be like, because I just, like, pulled that out of my ass. But I'm, I'm like, pretty... You're going going from memory. Uh, Alexa says that a deacon is a layperson. Thank you. Um, To to anyone in the the chat who knows this stuff, listen, I'm I'm your resident Jew. I got nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I have, I have some, but, um, you know, we've locked some things out because religious trauma, obviously, as sure. one does, um, and I haven't been tested on this in a second, so. You could have also made everything up and I didn't. Like, oh, I okay. tried not to, at least. Let me just clarify. I know, but you could have, and I would have 100% believed you. You guys need the seven deadly sins. Like, I got that shit down on lock. Probably less in the anger sloth covenant gluttony if you guys need a ten commandment like i can do that kind of thing girl who can't do the ten commandments i what 
I said, who can't do the 10 yeah, commandments? Well, that came from my world. We can't, true. You're right. We stole that from you. We did. Um, took it right out from you. Isn't Yom Kippur soon? Yeah. See, I'm trying to learn too. Yeah. Um, and, that's, last- and that is a time for forgiveness, question mark? It is the day of atonement. Okay. Okay. Um, and wow, people in the chat are all, all talking about priesty stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yes, it is the day of atonement. Um, okay. but don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. I was just, listen, I, this is a, unfortunately like separation from church and state, but like very Christian country for the most part. And yeah. I'm trying to learn other things. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, Doreen in the chat says, I called everyone father except for Monsignor, the pastor of the church. Okay. Maybe that's a different, were you Roman Catholic, Doreen? I didn't. Um, and Alexa not- says, you're not lying. To okay, me. thank God. Because I was like, oh no, I should have studied. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I asked questions. No, I'm glad that you did. I need to like, be sharpened on my feet. Because like this is my brand. The fact that I was a Catholic school person is part of my brand. That's interesting. Maybe it was just like a different, I mean, listen, every like diocese, every church, like will have small little differences and things. So maybe it's just, maybe it's not. That's, that's so interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry for the religious tangent, but there you go. It's on brand for this episode. It is. It is. You're right. This is to be fair. If it wasn't, there's no fucking way we would have brought that shit out in this, in our show. Yeah, but I will say, I was like, they did a pretty decent job overall with, with like, the Catholicism representation. Mm. I will also say they did a pretty decent job with the um, discomfort of the topic. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times, you know, with 24 seasons, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm desensitized to the story to like the crime when you hear from the victim explaining things. Um, So uh, to see the performance specifically uh, Bobby's performance, when he described what happened to him and then the video of father Michael and his urges, those were both like uncomfortable and horrific to watch. Um, Yeah. I'm also curious. So obviously like abuse in the church is something that's kind of a given these days, I guess you would say. Like, unfortunately, everybody knows that it happens. But I know that that wasn't always the case. Like, Spotlight was like the thing that, like, the movie that sh- shed the light on, I guess, what sort of started to expose that, if that makes sense. So, in 2002, yeah, I don't know if you know, but was this like, a very taboo out of left thing to be like portraying and discussing or was there like news stories about, I mean, there's always small news stories, but was it like a very large conversation back then yet? Yeah. So the, yes. So I remember at the time of this episode that there were cases and stories coming out. Um, But I think you're right. When you look back, um, Spotlight, the movie, looked back at, um, I believe, 
trying to find out what time period it was looking at. Yeah, um, I don't know the answer to that either. Um, but so I think the case that Spotlight the movie was looking was reflecting on was the like launch or instigator Watershed, or, sort of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's just moment that brought up, and so it was pre this. Um, but I think what's interesting about this specifically is right that they talk about uh, like as you said in my mind abuses in the Catholic Church or in most churches uh, I would say most religious organizations. Uh, is prevalent. But in this episode, they talk about how we think of it as prevalent, but it's only a small percentage, um, which I found also an interesting choice to bring up because it does feel uh, prevalent. Um, Doreen in the chat says, the stories happened in the 70s and 80s, but accusations came out in the 90s. Um, thank you. Also... Uh, Riston comes in with the as an agnostic who grew up atheist, I'm lost. Uh, Riston, as an atheist Jew, also lost. <laughs> so needed needed this education. Listen, Catholic school did a lot of things to me. However, it did help in A, helping to deconstruct this episode for everybody. And it helps me on a lot of Jeopardy categories. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I would say that my Catholic knowledge is SVU based. That's honestly like fair. Like we've just explained they did an okay job. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was something else I wanted to point out in this episode that I found so fun. Uh, and it's a very, very small moment, but you may have noticed a woman um, in this episode. And that woman was do do do. Ruth Lin uh, Linden, who later becomes Judge Ruth Linden. Um, in fact, she is played by Jane, oof, howdy shell. I'm so sorry if I'm messing up her name. Um, she is the judge who gets Benson Noah. Um, oh. And I was like, wow, that woman looks just like her. I wonder if it's the same lady. And it that's is. wild. I love that con like consistency. Yeah. Um, it's not known for that. Let's be clear. Look, there have been quite a few characters that we've seen their career uh, move on. For example, Judith Light's character, um, mm -hmm. who is bureau chief and then becomes judge. Like, we've seen that. The bat, uh, by the way. Donnelly. Yes. Everything cool. I wish there was more Donnelly. Um, Dude, a legend. I would love to see her in season 25. Me too. Um, but this episode, in addition to having that, also, again, introduced Sister Peg, gave us Warner. Um, Warner was great in this episode. Yeah. It's so funny because whenever I watch her, like, have to say those insane words, I'm like, that poor actress. It's probably, like, so at the table where you just be like, the fuck is this? Like, I don't want to tell me. But she's so good. She convinces me every time. I started writing and I, I was like, fuck it. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Uh, any other thoughts before we move to best lines? I don't think so. I just thought it was really a solid app. I mean, the only other thing that I wanted to touch on was the, um, the watching porn in color versus black and white. 
Um, because it, to me, reminds me, like, it was so of the time that that was such a big deal that this kid was like, what are you talking about? That I thought about, I was like, what would that be in the modern day? And it's, I have heard uh, that kids today um, will look at an old timey landline phone, not a cell phone, but a like home phone and see the pound button and, and call it a hashtag. And and that's, that makes me laugh because somebody, I don't remember what it was where some kid was like, why did this old phone, like you guys have been using hashtags forever. (laughs) No. Oh, that's funny. I love that. Um, Yeah. What is, (laughs) Alexa in the chat says, free condoms, God bless you on Sister Meg's van. That's so like, so true though. That is activism. That's what the church should be doing. Yeah. Unironically, you know? Absolutely. Um, all right. Would you like to start with lines or should I? Because I have quite a few. You can start. I'll let you okay. Start. I'm going to start with my favorite line of this episode. Ready. Yep. <laughs> I'm a Jew. Is that better or worse? Yeah. Classic. <laughs> okay. This one. Caught me off guard because I didn't see it coming. It's a Kragen line, which is unexpected. It is. <laughs> he <laughs> he tightens his sphincter anymore. He's going to implode. Yep. What the fuck? Kragen. No, sir. Amazing. Um, all right. He's a six-year-old boy who caught him trying to burn down a church. I could try that in my sleep. Or he killed a 16-year-old boy who got him trying to burn down a church. I could kill, try that in my sleep. Great line. Uh, feeding the homeless is hardly a crime no matter what he's wearing. Uh, and you're asking a child to judge pornography? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that line. Yeah. Because fair question. Yeah. Fair question. Well, really, Whoa, what are we doing here, guys? All right, Taylor, what are your lines? Um, he laid out the Vic like some little princess. I just felt like that was a weird choice of words that I had to bring up. Um, he didn't practice safe rape. Is like so yes! sad, but also like a little bit silly. Um, so he's really clean and really dirty. <laughs> I think my favorite line is, why did you leave hundreds of little Yoders inside a doctor toilet? <laughs> uh, so good. You've got Bobby looking like a Fruit Loop. I just like love Fruit Loop. Like, just it's a really funny <laughs> little term. Um, Elliot saying "go to hell" to a priest I found really amusing. Yeah, and this last two are like honestly good lines, like not funny ones. Like I thought that was very powerful writing. He's like, "What about my vows? What about the children?" Ooh, so good. And finally, you're risking your soul. I believe I'm saving it. So that's really some good writing right there. I um, love those. Like, ooh. I those. That was the moment where I was like, "Fuck! What a dark episode." It is, but it's it's so good because it's like, damn, like. I, and I think I'm on obviously the side of like, yeah, you're throwing away whatever, but throwing away you know your ability to be in the church but like you're doing the right thing you know but it's just it's 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 wild but honestly i don't know not to get like so deep into religion but 
I just definitely think that whatever you, whoever, whatever you believe in, like, cares so much more about how you treat people and saving people than, like, whether you can be in the church, you know, technically. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think about this a lot in, like, for those who don't know, there are three uh, instances of of, of uh, career that you are allowed to keep people's secrets, right? It's lawyer, doctor, and uh, clergy member. Yeah. And every time there's a situation like this, and I'm like, there's a reason to to uh, reveal these secrets, to, um, you know, go against the rules and share. And there's no, yes, he can no longer probably be a Catholic priest, but I guarantee a different sect of Christianity would welcome him for his choice to do this and speak up. So he can no longer take confession. Fine. But he could, I know there are other sects of Christianity that would be like, fuck yeah. And like at the end of the day, every religion, I don't know. I just feel like the people who are like, oh, this is the only right way. That's just such bullshit. If you're a good person, no matter if you're religious, atheist, if you're a good person, you're going to be re- rewarded for that, no matter what you like believe the reward is. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm literally, I'm... literally, Benson's line, feeding the homeless is hardly a crime, no yeah. matter what you're wearing. So exactly. Exactly. do a good deed. Yeah. Um, be a decent fucking person and just don't worry about what other people are doing. No? <laughs> this is, that would make the world so much better of a place if we all just minded our business and tried to be nice to other people um honestly that takes us i think into a perfect uh shower thought oh yeah um for our friends who listen in the shower i had i had a question for you all i thought about this i was talking to (laughs) our friend mara who we know enjoys us in the shower and i asked her but i'm gonna ask all of you Every time we do shower thoughts, I feel like we get quieter. Mm. And it occurred to me that when you're in the shower, you probably can't hear us if we get quieter because the water. Should we get louder for showers? Um, I have something to say. Mm. And I think it's really appropriate. Go for it. You're really clean and really dirty. I that mean, if that's tagline for shower thoughts, it was just written in this episode, which is so perfect. Good thing we didn't release shower thoughts merch because we should add that to yeah, it. Ab- I was going, we're on the same wavelength right now. Okay. So the quote again is you're really clean and really, really dirty. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yes. Um, which reminds us, friends, there will soon be more more cool merch that we have made. Cool is not the term, but merch that we have made. What do you mean cool is not the term? Life Some of it's life insurance. Okay. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, if you want to buy ridiculous, cool, life-changing merch, uh, there's a link in the description below. Know a company that will allow us to print things on... Um, Shower curtains, let us know. Towels. And towels, yes. Bar- I really, 
a special shampoo brand that we're going to release. <laughs> we're going to the lab tomorrow and we're going to try to find the best formula for it. <laughs> Taylor, what scent would you want our, our shower, our Ooh. shower stuff to be? Like what's the correct vibe? Like something pleasant, but like with a little, you know, a little spice, a little kick to it, mm. you know? Because that's who we are. <laughs> you reflect us. We're pleasant with a little kick. Yeah. Maybe oh, we're uh, maybe we're a kick with a little pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds so much more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we have no new reviews this week which bums me out um, but that's okay because we're going to keep going doing this show so for those who didn't catch on with Pegtober hashtag say it no. say it Yell. I'll log off right now and you tell yourself you don't say it hashtag what get back yay thank you so much I needed you not to leave. <laughs> I know. It's called threats, and they work. My friends, blackmail. Oh, fuck. Um, on October 1st, we'll be discussing season four, episode one, Chameleon. Oh, wait, that's literally hilarious. Friends, this episode, season three, episode 23, was the season finale. I didn't realize we're doing the next episode. Really going in order for once in our lives. We love that hilarious um and then on october 8th season six episode 18 pure which is the martin short episode um alexa in the chat suggests pina colada scent um my alexa just turned on i need y'all to know when you said that i, I like that actually because it's like a little bit i mean it's like very breezy but you know there's alcohol in there and Pina Colada has like um is that Malibu rum? Um yeah. It's like a sweet, right? Yeah, like it goes down really easy, but then like but then like it's a, it can be a little chaotic. That sounds right. Yeah. Um that smile was like so I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> I don't know what just happened to my face. I didn't like it. It's giving me a movie smile. <laughs> I'm like self-conscious. <laughs> Um, oh, it's time for the segment we always forget. What did we learn? I have one. I have three, so you start. Oh, shit. Okay. So the one that I learned was, and I forget this every time, and I hope that now I remember it forever, is um, an aphibophile versus a pedophile. A aphibophile mm. is somebody who's interested in adolescence and not children. Um, so aphibophile versus pedophile. That was the what I learned. What did you learn? Well, I learned three things, like I said. I and now I forget, but whatever the Latin word was, I learned like a oh. Latin word. Um, Pecavisti. Pecavisti. Yeah. Means you have sinned. sinned. Yes. So I know that I know one Latin word. Um, I mean, I feel like I kind of knew what aversion therapy was, but like hearing Wong like explain what it was and how they how he like masturbated for 30 minutes past like the point of pleasure. Like that's crazy. But I learned that was how you try to treat that, which is nuts. And then the thing about, yeah, <laughs> yes. And then the thing about calling the bishop your grace. I thought it was really fascinating too. I oh, yeah. So. Good one. Thanks. Um, good ones. That's what we learned this episode. Boom. Boom. I'm proud of us. We, we came prepared. We did. We really did. 
sometimes we remember that things are available. Yep. And and we need to do them. Um, but that's I think it for this episode. Um I honestly it surprised me to think about Eric Stoltz doing this episode. Um, but I guess like if you go back to old SVU, you're always surprised as to who the guest stars. You're like, wow, can't yeah. believe they would do this. Yeah. We love the guest stars. Yeah. Um, thank you to people who are live in our chat, Alexa and Doreen and Riston who are here and anyone else who's watching live, but was not chatting with us. We appreciate that you're here. Uh, we will continue Pegtober. I'm not going to say it again. Um, October 1st with the next episode, season four, episode one, Chameleon. Until then, Taylor, where are you on the internet? What are you up to these days? Yeah, I'm on Twitter slash X at alphabet underscore Anne. I'm also on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. And yeah, I'm just, I'm writing articles and reviews for Collider. I just had one about the morning show come out, if anyone's interested in that show. And then I'm just waiting for the strike to end. But hopefully we get a fair deal soon. So yeah, um, hashtag get pegged. Um, I am Yell Teagle. I am on Instagram at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T U I G I E L. I am also on Electric Now for the official after shows for Leverage Redemption, The Arc, and Almost Paradise. Uh, so check those out, and we'll see you October 1st uh, for the next episode. Bye, everybody. <laughs>